Hi, this is Kathleen. And Eric. And this is episode 42 of ThriftyCast, and we're going to be talking about our New Year's resolutions. As they relate specifically to thrifting. Yes. Yeah, we're not going to bore you with our actual personal resolutions, because that would truly be boring. It is actually New Year's Eve when we are recording this. So Mm -hmm. happy New Year's Eve. This is one of my favorite holidays. I love New Year's Eve. Uh There was a long time where I didn't, and then it kind of came back around again. Um, it's that uh, Christmas always ends up being so busy, and this is sort of like recovering from Christmas and just being lazy and eating and watching TV and movies and playing video games. I love today. Yeah, I, I'm fine with it. I, I can't <laughs> say I'm super excited about it, but I'm fine. I have food planned for tonight, and that's about all I have planned for tonight. I don't really have anything else exciting yeah. going, but... Yeah, we um we had talked about a very special episode in oh, the month yes. of December, mm-hmm. which um if you're paying attention, thank you. We have not given up on. However, uh-huh. we have someone who's going to help us with that episode. Yeah, this actually this takes a little extra support. Yeah, and she's very busy. This is a really busy month for her, so we haven't given up on it. We'll be bringing it to you in the new year. And um, we just, it didn't work out this month. So but just put, put a pin in it. It's going to be really <laughs> special. In it. You might want to have a box of tissues handy in case the tears start to flow. Oh my God. We probably should not be building uh-huh. it up. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll tell you what'll happen. It'll happen in early 2016. I feel bad even saying January since yeah. we didn't make December happen. Yeah. Um, but we were committed to doing something in December. So we're really eking this one just Getting it in there, eking it out. Yeah. You may not want to drink anything because of risk of spit taste. <laughs> we'll see. Sure. So, um, it's been a while, obviously, since we talked to you. Yeah. Um, how, what's your find of the month? Like, what have you picked up? Yeah, my find of the month, and we, we actually just had to think a little bit about what uh-huh. we've thrifted and when. And um, My find of the month is a blue McCoy vase that I got with you at... Um, a village thrift store that tends to be really dry. Remember uh, yeah. the one on Elston? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I, it's a really pretty vase. It's sometime from the forties. I, I did look it up. Um, pretty. I'll take a picture of it and put it up. I was just, I was surprised to find it at that store. Um, it's nice in decent shape. It was mm-hmm. for something I think less than five dollars. So that was a fun find for me. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Um, uh, my, my find of the month this time, it's actually kind of, uh, lumped together multiple finds. This was from a thrift store in the far West suburbs. We went for a little road trip. It's about an hour straight West, um, in a town called Geneva, Illinois. And we, um, uh, it's it's this old refurbished house, which in and of itself was really fun looking around yeah. um, to figure out kind of the layout of the house. And I mean, this is a house from probably what, late 1800s maybe? Yes. Um, but just lovely. It's one of those, it's a St. Vinny, but it's really, it's kind of run by these kind of retired women who dump all their energy kind of into it. Yeah, and who just, were really sweet and funny. Yeah. And so it was, uh, the place was laid out beautifully. Um, what I... Uh, loved about it and what ended up being uh, my find of the week is that up in this kind of like attic room, they had crates of albums and their pricing structure. Geneva is like this 
like little quaint historical little town further west um in how they priced and valued things was so radically different than anywhere else we went instead of scratched up nasty two dollar vinyl albums um everything was in awesome condition everything had the inner sleeve intact and they were three for a buck so the, yeah, it was unbelievable, yeah, so the, the price. Yeah, the albums that I got there, um, I'm counting that as my find of the week. And it's just random stuff that if it wasn't three for a dollar, I probably wouldn't do it. But, you know, some some Barbara Streisand classics, uh, another uh, John Denver album, John Denver's Christmas album, which, of course, was really topical in the moment. Um, mixed in there, I think I got some Pat Benatar I think. I think you did, because you were really excited when you found it. Yes. Um, and who wouldn't be? Who doesn't love Pat Benatar, except for maybe everybody but me? But I, I love some Pat Benatar, I'm just saying. So yeah, so those those were my records. <clears throat> so for uh, uh, all these records, it was a ridiculously low price. The fascinating thing, though, they had a beautiful quilt that I think <laughs> if we'd found it in Chicago, it would have been... Five bucks. Dollars, yeah. Yeah, it would have been five bucks, seven bucks, and they were asking 50, which was great because they... Uh, they recognized the value of that quilt. Yes. Yeah. And it was a nice quilt. It, it had older fabrics in it. It was it was very pretty. It was a standard size, more or less. And it, at an antique shop, $50 for that quilt would not be unreasonable. At all. Or a flea market. Not yeah. unreasonable at all. Yeah. To us, because we've seen them for such reasonable prices. Well, not reasonable, such ridiculously cheap prices. Mm-hmm. We were like, touch the pearls, $50. <laughs> oh my God. Um, but yeah, that's, that's very true. It did give me the vapors when I saw the price tag on that. Yeah. Thing. There was the fun too, of being up in the attic and sitting on the ground yeah. and going through records. They also had VHS tapes up there. Loads of VHS tapes. They had <laughs> wedding dresses up there. Yeah. They had the weirdest mix of stuff up in that attic. Yeah, a rack of just wedding dress after wedding dress mm-hmm. after wedding dress from different eras. I got um, a lot of cool kids 45s there. Yeah. That were actually 45 cents each, so they were more than the albums, which was kind oh, of yeah. funny. Yeah, I guess they would have Which, been. I mean, was not a big deal because yeah. they were super cool. Um, that was the place that had the recordable 8-tracks, which we had yes. never seen before. Blank eight-track tapes. Still sealed in original packaging. Right? And surprisingly expensive originally, you know, to buy those new at Kmart mm-hmm. or wherever they were price tagged. It was like six bucks for... Seven or eight. Yeah. I mean, they were really... I had no idea. Yeah. But that was cool. That was a fun store. Yeah. And it, it reminded me of the excitement of when you find a new store mm-hmm. that, I mean, you didn't even know was there we i googled a bunch of stores just to see what i could find before we went out that day and it was just it was like christmas finding a new place yeah it was good that was fun especially the kind of place that it was you know as yeah sort of uh well organized and weirdly cheap in some ways and really expensive in others like yeah that was uh yeah that was a weird um happy surprise that's where i got the the creepy baby doll head that i did put on facebook a week or so ago Um, that was a dollar, and and that was awesome. The the eyes close. Yeah, I um I find that to be nightmare fuel. My mom was pretty terrified too when she saw it at Christmas. Yeah, um, she didn't like it either. Yeah, I, I'm. It's creepy. It's, it's just, in my bedroom. So far, no accidents. <laughs> I did just knock on wood. Oh, it's so. Uh, 
so far all is well. And like the way that you you have your as we're driving home, you have your purse in your lap, and like (laughs) the doll head is sort of (laughs) staring at me through these droopy lidded eyes. It's just well because we were bouncing, so the eyelids were going up and down. It does. It just makes me shiver. But anyway, so uh, the theme for the day is resolutions. Mm -hmm. Um, Each of us have three separate resolutions. Yes, Um, related to thrifting again. How do you want to do this? Oh, let's take turns. Yeah, you can go first because I started off the episode. Okay. My first resolution is to actually thrift to save money instead of spend it. I like it. So I'm going to try to be a little more mindful of what I actually need versus what catches my eye. Um, I don't don't need any um, weird... You know, novelty dishes, as much as I, they crack me up and I think they're awesome. Um, but I think I could stand to actually use a little more time in the clothing section and see if I can find, you know, decent sweaters or jackets or, you know. So um, if, I, if I can make that shift, that's, that's what I would want to do. I, I like that. On a not completely dissimilar theme, um, my first resolution is to simply buy fewer things. I think Eric is really good about taking pictures of things that catch his eye, um, but not necessarily buying them. So something that's cool or interesting, um, but not feeling like it has to come home with him. I haven't quite gotten there yet. And when I see something interesting, I still feel like I have to take it home. Um, which has resulted in a little bit of an overload in my place and my storage space and my back porch. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's my goal, to take more pictures of stuff, to let more stuff go, to leave it for the next person, to let them find something that they might enjoy. Are you thinking um, about doing your own Instagram feed? Uh, I wasn't. Because uh-huh. that has been really fun, interesting, and enhanced thrifting a lot. I really enjoy just saying to you, hey, take a picture of this. Which you actually don't really do all that I, often. I'll do that more. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. It's it's hard for me to not buy stuff, especially when it's so darn cheap, which is why I'm saying this is kind of related yeah. to yours. The, but I, I don't need to buy most of what I buy. A, a lot of stuff that I end up taking pictures of, though, is stuff that I would never buy. Yeah. You know, the the love story, uh, true love is never having to say you're sorry, which I think is kind of a horrible message, really. But uh, anyway. And I've never seen the movie, so yeah. I don't really understand. The totally. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. Just got caught up I, in no, the no, Allie McGraw world yeah. for a second. But that's, that's a great example of something that I would absolutely... I actually found it twice and took pictures of it two separate times. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, love story music box, little music box. Yeah. Um, and that's something I would never, ever take home. Um, well, I guess maybe I'm, I'm thinking about using it a little differently to sort yeah. of, uh, fulfill my need. Cur- cur- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Curb the appetite. Yeah. For, like I must have this in my home. Exactly. Yeah. So that, that's my number one. Okay. Um, my number two is to thrift more mindfully and take my time when I'm thrifting. I I think I'm a little overconfident in thrift stores. I think I've been 
we've been thrifting long enough where I'm like, oh, I'm going to run in the door, I'm going to look at the books, and then I'm going to go over by the dishes section, and then I'm going to go over here. And, you know, I think what uh, ends up happening is that um, there's probably tons of stuff I miss when I go in, and I've thought about that. Um, a month or two ago when my find of the month was that uh, coffee percolator, I walked by that probably twice before I uh, actually saw it. So I'm, um, and this this is kind of true in all things, but I want to be more mindful and take my time and not not be in a rush. And I tend to I tend to always kind of act like I'm in a hurry to be somewhere, and that's probably only true about five percent of the time. So, well, and I think we've both had the experience of looking over an area. And then the other one looks it over and says, hey, did you see this? Yes. And sometimes we say, oh, yeah, I just didn't want mm-hmm. it. And a lot of times we mm-hmm. say, no, I didn't. And, I mean, we mm-hmm. just missed it. I didn't see that 1940s yearbook. Yeah. yeah I didn't yeah. see that, you know, cup. or And even if the other mm-hmm. one doesn't want it, we just uh-huh. we missed it. Yeah. So if, if part of the fun or most of the fun is the experience of going and seeing what's out there, mm-hmm. um, we're missing a lot of that yeah. because we're hurrying to the next place. Yeah. Like it's going to be on fire if we don't get there fast enough. Right. So I think that's, that's another really good point. At the next thrift store we're going to, somebody's already there buying up all the good stuff. So we better get there as soon as we, yeah. It doesn't, oh, I've definitely doesn't had that thought. Yeah. I have had that thought. There's somebody right now with my exact taste, as <laughs> crappy as it is, um, or you know, as unique as it is uh-huh. to, to me and my particular quirks, and they're buying everything I want right now, which is so ridiculous and so weirdly self-centered. Well, it's just, it's, yeah, I mean, it's interesting in what, 20-ish years of thrifting that I've never seen somebody walk out with a bag of everything that I've ever wanted <laughs> yeah. as I'm walking in. It just yeah. doesn't doesn't work that way. It doesn't happen. I've I mean, definitely seen people with something in their cart or their hands that I wanted. Yeah, you and I um, are on exactly the same page. So that's exactly what I was about to say. Yeah, polka dot bowls. Yeah. Bowl. <laughs> yeah. Can remember that. Oh, it's still. I was thinking about that just like a week ago. <laughs> Bake like, light utensils. I yeah. had this experience at uh, diversity. Oh yeah, yeah, and and they stick with you. I, that's part of it, uh-huh. right? Those little, e- even though that's only a few times in hundreds of trips, mm-hmm. those moments really. Like if I had been five minutes earlier, mm-hmm. if I'd got one more person off in traffic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is which uh, is not how the universe works, no. really. And, and really, if I had wanted, let's mm-hmm. just say that polka dot bowl, that was really you, not me, mm-hmm. that much, I could have gotten it on eBay mm-hmm. in the intervening, what, six years since that happened? Yeah. If yeah, it was that important to me. Right, if it mattered that much. Although that polka dot pirate <laughs> bowl goes for quite a bit on eBay. And there's something about going on eBay and being like, why, well, yes, I will spend $20. <laughs> for a Pyrex bowl. Yeah. It just like, no, it hurts my dignity. <laughs> so. I know. I know. Um, okay. So my number two is to more immediately put the things I buy into use. Sometimes mm-hmm. I just sort of buy things and then they're in the bag and I leave them in my car indefinitely. Um, my car is sort of this weird limbo where purchased items just remain. The best example of that is a sleeping bag that I bought. 
And I, I mean, it's like a kid's slumber party sleeping bag, like a teenager's slumber party sleeping bag, which I bought just because you never know if you need a sleeping bag. Mm -hmm. Not like for the wilderness, but mm -hmm. just to have. But I had no immediate use for it. So it was big. It was bulky. I didn't know where I was going to put it inside. That thing was in my car for at least five months. <laughs> and it was squishy. I could put stuff on. I have a, a hatchback. So it was in the way back. I put stuff on top of it. You know, it wasn't really in my way. But at a certain point, I was trying to put stuff in my car and realized, oh, this thing's been in here for now four or five months. Well, there, I think there's an argument to be made that keeping a sleeping bag in your car, particularly during the winter months in Illinois and Wisconsin, is actually a great idea. Fair enough. Um, I don't know that it was the winter months, but... In summer, it's just decorative. Just takes up space. It's true. But. And I have other blankets in the summer for, uh -huh. you know, the beach or uh -huh. a picnic. Um, Dog hair. Yeah, yeah. I have several of those. So I, I can't pretend that I ever took it out of the bag for any other mm -hmm. reason. That's just one example. I have a cookie jar that is still in my car. Mm -hmm. It's going on two years, I think. There's a, a two-year cookie jar in there? Yeah, it's in a bag, and I it wasn't really well-wrapped, mm -hmm. so I kind of tucked it in that storage box I have in the back of my car, you know, oh, that yeah. polka dot one, yeah. um, under some stuff, and it's still in there. <laughs> what kind of cookie jar is it? Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> I just know it's still there, because huh. recently when I was looking for my um, wiper, my, mm -hmm. my scraper, ice scraper, I found it, but it was... Time to clean my windows. I didn't think about taking it in. Right. So, yeah, I think if I'm going to buy it, I should have a plan mm -hmm. and it should get out of my car and not just sit on my table or my back porch in a bag wrapped in paper with the receipt still inside. I think there there is an argument to be made that if it can sit in your car that long, it's probably better as a photo as opposed to a Exactly. Purchase. Exactly. You know. Um, yeah, I mean, if I'm not so excited to get it out and use it mm -hmm. or read it or give it as a gift, mm -hmm. I mean, whatever yeah. reason I bought it for, I didn't need to buy it. Yeah. 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 It's a cool sleeping bag, though. You know the one I mean uh, with all actually, the, like, funky words on it. Yeah, that sort of seem like they should make sense, but they really they don't. don't. Maybe, maybe in the 70s they did, but it was like... The Latvians put together a textile to capture the American spirit of 1974, and this is what they came up with. Yeah, if Google Translator had mm -hmm. existed in 1974. Oh, yeah. Um, there's actually a photo of that on our Instagram feed, mm -hmm. um, that photo of the material. So, yes, because I liked it so much I was buying it, but we yeah. still took a picture of it. Yeah, still took a picture. That's the other thing that's tricky about taking pictures. I have had experiences where I took pictures of something and mm -hmm. then it just, it's this kind of nagging, oh, you should have bought this. Like the irritable bowel syndrome self-hypnosis CD <laughs> that was only a dollar. I was so delighted to find that again. That's actually, I'm going to couple that up with my find of the month. That yeah. weirded me out that you mm. were so excited to find that, that you bought that. Yeah. I took a picture <laughs> of it and I was like, who is this? What what does this sound like? How does this work? <laughs> I can't believe I didn't listen to it. I will never ever see that again. Or Luckily, it like never that. left the store. Yeah. So I, you know, digging through the CDs, I'm like, oh, it's still here. I won't let this pass me by again. Um, and sure enough, I took it home, 
I actually loaded it into my iTunes, so I have now a digital copy. Mm-hmm. Have I listened to it? No. Exactly what we're talking about. Which actually relates closely to my third one. Uh-huh. Read books that I thrift, listen to albums or CDs that I buy. Um, there are, again, just like you were saying, there are things that um, are appealing for whatever reason. I like the idea of like, oh, if I ever choose to read them, they'll be there for me. Like Wuthering Heights or Jane Eyre or anything by Dickens or... Um, so there's a, kind of all these classic books that I've gotten. Um, I realize that the books that I thrift, I am much, much, much less likely to read than a book that I pick up on Amazon because I'm going directly for it and I'm willing to kind of pay for it, that that the motivation is there. You know, and granted, it's not hurt. I mean, I have the bookshelf space more or less, so it's not hurting anybody that I have um, – you know, kind of classic literature up there. But I, I have so many books I haven't read. Um, I love uh, Pearl Buck. Um, I loved The Good Earth. I loved, I read Dragon Seed and I loved that. So then I just started buying every Pearl Buck book that I ever saw. And she has she a, wrote lot of, a lot of books. She wrote a lot of books <laughs> and there's a lot of different, they're great looking paperbacks in some editions. And I found these, you know, really vintage hardbacks and they actually show up kind of commonly at thrifts. And so I have maybe 15, 20 pro buck books. Yeah, that sounds... And I've read three. Reasonable. Yeah, so... Um, and the same thing goes with albums. I don't... You know, I'll, I'll bring an album or a CD home and I'll sort of play it in the background but not actually listen to it. Um, with very few exceptions. And for some reason, John Denver really passes muster in this case. <laughs> so that John Denver Christmas album has actually gotten a little bit of play. The... Um, Poems, Prayers, and Promises. Oh, I kept in my car song. forever. Yeah, and when I was, um, you know, anytime I'm driving through the country, I'm like, oh, hey, John. <laughs> you know, pop that in the CD player. But by and large, there's tons of stuff that I'll buy. I'll stick in my computer and, you know, upload into to iTunes. And then I'll put the CD on the shelf. And I never actually listen to it all the way through. Um. So, yeah. So, to actually use the purchases I have. Yeah. Um, And, I I don't know, this isn't terribly related, but my number three is to buy more, to be on the lookout um, for other people's stuff. To be more on the lookout for other people's stuff. Mm -hmm. I I was realizing it this Christmas. um, I didn't do a very good job this year of sort of finding Mm -hmm. things for people in my family and putting them away. There aren't a lot of things that my family would sort of crave from thrift stores, but there are some things and I could have done a better job of that. I tend to sort of have it in my head. I'm, I'm fairly decent about what Eric looks for. Um, I'm good about <laughs> really way too good about knowing what I like, but just trying to be a little better about remembering what other people like and not again, not to make it all about me, but to have a better sort of list of things that I'm specifically looking for in books. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was doing this reading challenge last year and I, I finally decided that I wanted the book Exodus. I have seen the book Exodus before I needed it so many times. Mm-hmm. And then 
I, I couldn't find it. So it just, I, I'm sure it was out there. It mm-hmm. just, once I started looking for it, I couldn't find it. But just to, to be sort of more careful and mindful about things that, now I'm saying mindful because it was on your list, um, more attentive to um, to things that I'm looking for or I think I'm looking for, as opposed to just looking through the books and kind of being struck by whatever seems interesting. Or... I, I think mindfulness is the theme that kind of goes through everything. It is, yeah. So, I, you know, I, it makes sense to use that. It's that being mindful of what you actually want or need, being mindful of what you're doing, um, mindfully enjoying what you mm-hmm. purchase. So, yeah, if I don't know if we were going to distill everything down yeah. to one. 2016. Yeah, twenty the year of mindfulness. Yeah, I um, yeah, just distilled things so down. I really don't have much else <laughs> to say about that. Well, I, I'm curious if anybody listening does this or has any thoughts about resolutions. Can't say we're normally this formal about it, but we were talking in the car a mm-hmm. week or so ago when we were talking about the show and started thinking about whether we had any or not. And I hadn't really formally done this, but I had certainly thought about my number one resolution about buying fewer things. Mm-hmm. Um, so when we talked about this topic, it seemed like a good one. Um, do you have any resolutions? Do you want to share them? If so, put them on Facebook. I, I'm wondering if mindfulness is one of those things that everybody can always be better at. I'm wondering if there are people out there who are like, no, I'm fine in that department. Like I'm really, I'm really aware of what I want or need and I'm, you know, using it wisely, that kind of stuff. I'm sure there are. Yeah. The, um, the gift giving thing. Yeah. The being mindful of what other people want. Um, recently I, um, there's one Pyrex pattern that I've just been picking up and I, (laughs) uh, as it turns out, it's not terribly popular in my household. So I, um, am having to unload kind of all this Pyrex. (laughs) So I, um, sent a photo to this friend of mine and I was like, look, I've got all this Pyrex, um, some with lids, you know, parts of different bowl sets, some with handles, you know, casseroles, just all this other stuff. Um, and that friend was really grateful. And I also have this, um, just because I kept seeing it again and again and again, I had all these, uh, pieces of, it's called star glow by Royal Ironstone is the pattern. If you want to look it up on eBay, it's just like mid-century. It was a national grocery store chain in 1960. And like I've always just picked up giveaway. pieces. Yeah, it was a giveaway. Yeah. Um, and you often see pieces in thrift stores and I just saw it enough. And it's one of those like there's a butter dish and a gravy boat. And, you know, because it was a giveaway, yeah. every random a, – a water pitcher. An a, ashtray, a maple syrup pitcher, an yeah. ashtray, a pie plate, a, uh, different different bowls and different bowls that sat in metal holders. Yeah, anything yeah. they could make for this, yeah, they did. Um, so I have, I, I think it's probably far from being a complete set, but mm-hmm. I have a big set with serving dishes and plates and you know six place settings and just all, all of it. Um, coffee pot, teapot, blah blah blah. Um, well, I'm trying to clean out the storage space, um, and I'm realizing that I have this other friend who has this great mid-century table, and so I sent her a picture, and I was like, you know, mm-hmm. is this, I think this will look great with your table, is this something you're interested in? In a lot of ways, this is one of those things that, it's like, um, pretty ugly, you know, it's like, I think it's actually pretty ugly, it's this brownish mustard color, 
it's not on its own really appealing. I think it's the vintaginess. Of Do you it. mean pretty slash ugly or kind oh, of ugly? I mean uh, pretty slash ugly. Okay, yeah. Pretty sorry, and ugly. I needed to understand yeah. that. Okay, sorry. And so, um, giving giving that entire set of, mm-hmm. of dishes away is actually going to be amazing, and that it clears out the space. And I think that she's actually going to really appreciate it, really get a lot of use out of it. You said she sounded really excited. Yeah. So I, um, yeah, knowing that it has that kind of power. Yeah. Um, I, I'm. I always mistrust what I think other people want. And this just had sort of the serendipity of like, oh, I have this thing and I would like to give it to you. I think you might like it. Would mm-hmm. you like it? It's a little, there's a little less pressure there than actually getting stuff as a gift for somebody. But yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for for me, like that resonates just to be kind of more mindful of like the kind of people in my world and what they would actually want, need or appreciate. Yeah. And, and my goal is not certainly to come home every time I go out with stuff and start mm-hmm. foisting it on people. Yeah. Because I don't think anybody wants that. No. Um, hey, I think you collect nutcrackers. <laughs> I found you this half broken nutcracker mm-hmm. at the store. Enjoy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not that. Yeah. But I know that you've really taken to Indian cooking and there uh-huh. was this great looking cookbook. So mm-hmm. look it over, enjoy it. If you don't like it, donate it on, yeah. give it to the library, you know, share it with a friend, but things that actually match people's interests mm-hmm. that seem like they would be a thoughtful mm-hmm. gift tied to something they like. Yeah. Makes total sense. Yeah, I think so. So, so have, a, have a great 2016. Yeah. Enjoy your night, whatever you're doing. If you're staying in or going out or sitting home and doing nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having Swedish meatballs. I'm having pizza. Nice. Yeah. It's, we've got the European, Western European. <laughs> yeah. Kind of Exactly. Care. All right. All right. Um, Take care. We'll see you soon, hopefully with a very special episode. Yeah, thank you so much for listening.